0: And welcome to the Soul Pepper Podcast. In this series, Soul Pepper artists, both on stage and off, take us behind the scenes in conversation. One, two, in this episode, we're talking to Gregory Prest and Paolo Santalucia, who star in the comedy Bed and Breakfast by Canadian playwright Mark Crawford. It takes the stage at the Young Centre for the Performing Arts, August 11. It's a bravura performance for the on- and off-stage partners. Paolo Santalucia sets the scene.
1: Ben and Breakfast is about a couple who inherits a house in small-town Ontario and decides to open a Ben and Breakfast
2: in it. The, the comedy in the piece is sort of uh, varied in a way, it's, you know, Mark wrote this crazy play for two actors, so not only do we play the couple, Brett and Drew, we also play uh, 11 other characters in addition to those. Um, we play our parents, neighbors, teenagers, childhood friends, yeah, so it's, it's, a, real, it's, a, it's a comedy of character. So, he, you know, in the writing, he has indicated little, um, little turns of phrases and uh, little, little individual things, so it's kind of about character. And some of the characters are, 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 a, more, are a little more subtle than others, and others are real like broad strokes. So the comedy is really... If you have something to say about my performance, <laughs> it <can> be great <laughs> Well, I uh, have a few <laughs> notes. Um, no so it's it 's really fun to play because uh it 's truthful and it 's uh but it is really ridiculous yeah. at the same time
1: because one of, and one of the things about the play that 's so exciting and it sort of we keep rediscovering is this idea that the play is it lives in memory of of these two of these two central characters. So there is a lot of fun to be had, as we do in life. The people that we love to imitate and mm-hmm. the people who stick out in our lives, and the reason that those people stick out in our lives, and and how those memories manifest themselves is is actually a really enjoyable process to unlock. And we feel it on the inside. You feel the characters that you go, oh my god, I just love playing this person because obviously the memory of this person to these two people is generous and fun and and very funny and and at other times the memories are very painful and those characters mm-hmm. are are not as funny they're not as broad they're they're much closer to ourselves and uh sort of the beauty of this play is that these the, the style of the comedy and the style of these character switches come from a very real place for these two these two men and that's proving to be very rewarding, I think, on the inside of it, just to see why they remember the people that they remember and why they choose to keep the people that they choose to keep into the story. And um, Mark's done an amazing job at laying out exactly why these people are there, and we're having a fun time Mm -hmm. bringing those people to life for the reasons that they're supposed to be brought to life.
2: It's like... It's like you're at our house and we're, we're having a dinner party or like we're hanging out in the living room and then we're telling you the story about how we came to live in this town and in the way that you do, you go over to a friend's house and they, you know, do impressions of each other's moms yeah. and dads. And, and uh, correct each other and yeah. say, no, that isn't what yeah.
1: happened. Actually, this character sounds more like this. Yeah. Or say yeah. like, wait,
2: that's not fair. You're, that's a really unfair interpretation <laughs> of my friend. You're like, no, yeah. that's exactly wait. what your annoying friend sounds like. <laughs> so really. <Too> much of <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think there's, there's lots of metaphor in just what Mark has done writing this play because, generally speaking, sort of door comedy farces uh, that involve bedrooms are not about gay people <laughs> they are they're just usually not and so i think that part of what m- the amazing thing that mark has done is he's taking a form that we kind of know as an odd as mm-hmm. audiences as actors and and immediately sets up expectations that are are broken so the, the opening image of this play is is two men in bed in their underwear as opposed to uh as opposed to a straight couple and that's sort of an amazing thing to unpack as we keep going through and and we're it Surprises us at every turn often that how much politic is layered into doing a piece like this even something as fun and silly as it is that Actually What the play is doing both internally and then like it's gesture externally is to say that There's politic involved all the time when you're talking about groups that you don't get to normally see do these kinds of plays and um, Whether those people are LGBTQ or whether they're part of an, an another Minority group, it's sort of trying to put those people at the center of a piece and saying we can play within this form too And uh, and then those characters actually come up against some really real mm. Backlash for, for doing that within the play
2: The two characters, Brett and Drew, the main characters that we play, make a lot of assumptions coming into the mm-hmm. small town, and those assumptions are challenged, and they, they, they come across a whole group of people, uh, beautiful people who really, who really make them have to look at themselves and look yeah. at their own, uh, their own assumptions on how small towns work. So it's kind of from both ends, it's really quite beautiful.
1: From day one Anne-Marie has talked about the beauty and the intimacy that comes with a, a play in which any actor has to play this many parts and how each part is really an extension or a version of themselves in different sort of in a different mask and What's amazing is Anne-Marie is so good at drawing out those versions of ourselves mm. from us. And it's so amazing to watch someone who you know and love put on those different masks and be surprised and excited and delighted by what it is that they're doing because it's, it's something that you don't see. And we've worked a lot together and, and it's still something you don't see sometimes. And, and the joy and the pleasure mm. that, uh, you know, might be experienced from that, we hope will be experienced from that, is true for us on the inside too. It's, it's we generally make, make each other laugh and genuinely surprise each other and and that's so that's so exciting it's exciting anyway and then added to that that this is the person that you you know live with and love that's a whole other level of, of excitement and, and terror and, <laughs> and joy it really is
2: I think audiences should come because it is a s- sweet and funny and poignant and ridiculous play, um, I think you'll leave feeling really, um, it's a really affirming play, which I think is important, it's important to have affirming plays, and it's a lot of fun, and we have a lot of fun, and we're hoping that fun will pour out into the audience, and make it feel like we're just hanging out in a way, yeah. and telling stories, it's, yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like audiences should come because the play is has an like any great story has an air of something really familiar, but but is not quite the same. I think version that they may have seen or heard before, and that that's so exciting. It's so exciting I, to to have read this play for the first time. Go, oh, okay, I know I know what these kinds of plays are. I've, we've seen them, but then to go, oh, actually, this is this is unlike any version of a, of this kind of story that I've ever seen and and the joy and the pleasure that comes out of that kind of surprise I think is something that will it delighted us the first time we read it mm. and, and has delighted people in other versions of this play so
2: hopefully we can,
1: we can pull it off as
2: well and to see a Mark Crawford play in Toronto yeah. is a big deal because his work doesn't get produced here very often so it's a great so come see his work he's great he's smart and funny and gifted and generous and he's a great guy so and it's so good at layering
1: in the 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 political message of, of something like this in a subtle way that is full of humor and that is full of joy and as Gregory was saying it's full of affirming qualities that says I think for the most part we all do amazing jobs every day at being open-hearted accepting people and whether you're on one end of the spectrum or the other we all have still way more to learn about how to be better and i think this play is just sort of affirms all of that
2: no. and <laughs> saying i have <laughs> i could be better no comment <laughs> no yes no <laughs> I'm joking
0: We've been listening to Gregory Prest and Paolo Santalucia in conversation about Bed and Breakfast by Mark Crawford on stage at the Young Center beginning August 11th. The Soul Pepper podcast is produced and edited by Gregory J. Sinclair, Soul Pepper's Warnham West Director of Audio Programs. It was recorded by Daniel Malavesi and Jason Carlos. Audio programming at Soul Pepper is generously supported by Richard Warnham and Julia West. For more information about everything we're doing here at the Young Center, please visit soulpepper.ca. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'd love to get your comments. I'm Mimi Warshaw.